Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. We've got some exciting funding news on today's DevOps Chat. Company I've been familiar with now for a few months, Armory, uh, Armory.io. Is it Armory Networks, Grodio, or just Armory? Just Armory. Armory. And, and well, that they let that cat out of the bag. I've got with me the Armory CEO and uh, founder, Drodio. Drodio, welcome. Great to be here. Thank you, Alan. And some people, if you're wondering out there, when I first met Drodio, he told me it's like Rodeo with a D. So if you're wondering how to say it, that's how you say it. But Drodio, just for the record, give, give our listeners your real name, your full name. Yeah, so my full name is, is Daniel Ruben Odio, and I go by Drodio. It's my handle on everything, uh, so Drodio uh, is easy. Okay, and then joining Drodio and myself today is, uh, well, Drodio, why don't you introduce Carl? Sure, I'm, I'm very happy to welcome Carl to Armory. Our, uh, Carl has uh, recently joined as our VP of Marketing. Uh, Carl, I'll let you introduce yourself. Welcome uh, to everyone who's listening. This is Carl Landers and uh, happy to join you. And uh, I've been with Drodeo at Armory for a couple of months and uh, we are excited to share news today about what's happening with Spinnaker and with Armory. Alan, it's great to be here. Thanks, Carl. Hey, and it's a pleasure to have you here. So we're going to jump into Spinnaker and Armory and go a little bit more in depth in that in a moment. But let's take care of the news first. The big news is you've announced a Series B of $28 million, and it's led by Inside Partners, correct? That is correct. Very happy to have Insight uh, joining our board. Uh, Insight is... Um, sees the same opportunity that we do, which is that there's a, 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 large, uh, a large category forming in software delivery that could never be a category before. And we could talk a little bit about why, uh, why that's changing. But Lonnie Jaffe is going to be joining our, our board as, uh, as the newest board member. And I, just, I couldn't be more thrilled about having Insight involved in funding Armory's growth. Well, and again, I, let me just fill in with a little background. For those who may not be familiar with Insight Partners, uh, they, I think the numbers, like at some rate, $25 billion under management or something like that. And uh, they, they are the folks who have really financed a ton of, or a bunch of really blue chip companies in the DevOps space, including companies like JFrog and Tricentis and now Armory. And, and, and more than several others uh, really doing a, a nice job there. Um, Lonnie Jaffe from Insight is joining the board you mentioned, Drodio. Any, just, you, do you know his background that you can share with us? What does he bring? Yeah, so Lonnie is, uh, is an, an especially good board member for us because Lonnie has a, a deep background in AI and ML and really understands that space well. And Alan, I'm sure that you you know this, and probably the people listening also understand it. Um, software delivery is, especially into the cloud, is just in, in 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 the first innings of a very long game. So really, a lot of what's happening today is focused more around automation. Um, and in that process, as software delivery matures, we see a lot of opportunities to really make it smarter and unlock a lot of data across the SDLC. So having Lonnie on the board just positions Armory extremely well to be a leader in that uh, over the coming decade. So very happy to have him uh, involved with that deep level of expertise. 
Absolutely. We're going to dive more into that as well in one second. Just last question or last point I wanted to make regarding the announcement. You know, Insight led this round, I take it, but you also have some pretty nice names on your investor list even prior to this, right? Yeah, we've been we've been very blessed. Uh, you know, we started in Y Combinator's uh, W17 batch, uh, and we've had Noah Doyle from Javelin uh, was our seed investor. Uh, Crosslink uh, was a Series A investor. Salil from Bain has participated in a, a number of rounds. Uh, so we we also recently uh, had Robin Basson from Mango uh, join as an investor as well. So. We just, uh, you know, we were lucky to have a lot of great angel investors, including Eric Reese, uh, the kind of father of the Lean Startup uh, series, sure. uh, and Andrew Miklas, a founding CTO of uh, PageDuty, and, and, and other angels like that. So, you know, we just, we're in a, a bit of a special situation with Armory. We just, we've never had a hard time fundraising. I, I think a lot of that has to do with just this massive shift uh, of co- computing into the cloud and all the challenges that come along with it. Yep. All right. We, we covered the announcement well. I think we did it justice. Let's, let's dive in now, guys. So, look, when you talk about Armory, you can't, you can't talk about Armory without talking about Spinnaker, right? And, and, again, in our audience, well, our audience is pretty savvy to this stuff. They probably have heard of Spinnaker. Spinnaker, of course, came out of the Netflix kind of factory there that brought so many great software tools to the forefront. But it was also, you know, if Spinnaker was the, was the father of, uh, I mean, if Netflix was the father of Spinnaker, Google's the godfather. And, uh, you know, and they, they've done a lot for us. But, you know, I'm not giving it justice. Rodeo, you're much more well-versed on Spinnaker. Carl, I don't know how much of the Spinnaker story you go, but guys, give us the background. Yeah, sure. Why don't I, before we talk about Spinnaker, actually, let's just talk about some of the trends that we're seeing in computing and uh, and then back into how Spinnaker right. is solving for some of that. So, you know, we, we've been working with, with large, large enterprises, Fortune 500 and Global 2000 enterprises. And, and what we're seeing, and I don't think this will be a surprise to anybody who is uh, deep in DevOps, is these enterprises are recognizing that in order for them to thrive over the next decade, they really have to become software companies. Now, they may not die. They may just survive. But in order to really thrive, they have to make big investments in their ability to take an idea and get it out into the world with safety and velocity. So to really become good at navigating the SDLC, the software development lifecycle, the big shift that we're seeing is that companies are starting to move out of data centers and into the cloud. And what we're seeing is, and I actually don't think that every engineering leader is, 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 is quite seeing it this way yet, but what we're seeing is that a company's path to production in a data center um, was very a very static one. Uh, it didn't change. Maybe they were running vSphere, but they could afford to build it themselves, and they had to build it themselves because every data center is different. And so they would use these, what we would consider legacy, kind of mutable configuration management tools like Chef and Puppet and Ansible to build these brittle paths into production, into their data centers. Well, that that's changing. Um, the infrastructure layer is going from being very static to very fragmented. And we think that's just beginning. There's so much innovation coming from Amazon and Microsoft and Google that large enterprises, which have been building their own roads into production, 
uh, are having a hard time dealing with this like dumpster fire of innovation that's coming from the cloud. I mean, if you look at AWS, it's more than just AWS. It's EC2, it's ECS, it's EKS, it's Fargate, it's Lambda, it's whatever AWS is going to announce at reInvent in November. And you know, that's just AWS, let alone GCP or Azure or you know Pivotal or Oracle. And so, you know, when I talk to CIOs at Fortune 500 companies. They, they have a big problem, which is that they have these legacy and brittle paths to production that are not set up to enable them to really take advantage of, of this just massive amount of innovation that's happening in, in, in the cloud. And so they have a hard time uh, actually getting uh, their ideas uh, out as features into, into the, the cloud. Um, Netflix, as it started moving out of data centers and into the cloud a decade ago, recognized that there was a need for a platform that would uh, not only uh, codify the process of going uh, from idea to feature in production, so that's, that's really all of the kind of human and cultural aspects of uh, writing code and getting it out into the world, so things like um, uh, different stages, so manager approvals, different environments, dev stage prod, uh, you know, code scanning, vulnerability scanning, all of those things, security policies, compliance policies, codify all of that into one golden path but then also uh, allow a company to have workload portability. So allow a company to be able to decide if, uh, if that code should go in as a VM on AWS or you know, into a data center running Kubernetes. And so they built Spinnaker to, to become much more sophisticated about really leveraging all of those different, different cloud targets. And, and so now they're giving it away, right? Netflix and Google have codified the, the kind of decade of best practices they have at, at delivering software into the cloud. And they're giving it away to anybody that, that is serious about becoming a software company. And so that's the real big opportunity that we see is to bring this open source project that codifies these best practices into Global 2000 and Fortune 500 companies that are serious about being able to thrive and not just survive over the next decade. Absolutely. And a couple of things there, right? As, as widespread as open source adoption is, and it is, it's 95% penetration or higher, Global 2000, Fortune 500 companies, when they do adopt open source, especially something a platformish like a Spinnaker, want to have some commercial entity usually wrapped around there, someone who's going to help provide support and, you know, someone to go to if there's a problem, someone who's going to continue kind of pushing the ball forward in, in terms of development. And that that's a role, right, that Armory is sort of fulfilling in the marketplace, the commercial Spinnaker. Absolutely. Very, very much so. So there's a, a couple things about that. Spinnaker, I mean, if, if you think about what a company needs to do to become software first, the, the entire way they deliver value to the world is, is, is with some sort of platform, either that they've built in-house, which is usually the case. They've extended Jenkins, which is really a, a CI tool, into delivery because, because they had to. Um, that's really the entire way that they deliver value into the world is by being able to, uh, to take code and, and get it out with safety and velocity. And so when a company is starting to think about Spinnaker, I mean, that, that is like doing open heart surgery on a company's core ability to create value. And Spinnaker is a, a huge and heavy code base. I mean, it is a big, meaty project. And so companies uh, need a lot of assistance and best practices and support to be successful with Spinnaker because it is like open heart surgery for them. Now, 
the good news is that Armory is very, very good at doing this. So we, we have the, the most expertise operationalizing Spinnaker inside complex enterprise environments and making it work within these complex environments uh, of, of any company. Um, as Netflix once joked with us, they only ever operationalized it once, right? We've done yeah. it many times. We've also built a number of features that are enterprise grade to make Spinnaker uh, more consumable and valuable to the enterprise. So things like being able to install it in an air gap data center environment or pipelines as code that gets into this GitOps need uh, of being able to create these pipeline definitions and then check them in as code to make them reusable and make pipelines more standard across teams. So th there's all sorts of features that we have built in our building that extend Spinnaker for specifically enterprise needs. But most broadly, what we are really doing is we are championing Spinnaker and, and helping it, the enterprise uh, adopt it so that they can become truly software first in a very sophisticated multi-cloud way. One, one of the... One other thing that I would mention is, is really the cultural change that's required from these large enterprises, which is probably its own separate podcast and conversation. But there's this, this thing that we see uh, in these Global 2000 companies, which is that most companies are not very good at managing risk in production in sophisticated ways. And what I mean when I say that is most of these industrial age companies are used to building products or having services that must be perfect in production. When you're building a car, you can't have it come off the assembly line and fail right away. The kind of cosmic joke is that the slower you are when you're writing code, the less safe you become. And by moving faster, you actually become safer. But that's a terrifying cultural concept to these companies that don't want to break customer trust or damage brand equity in production. A platform like Spinnaker allows them to become much more sophisticated about managing risk and production. So things like a canary deployment allow companies to not nuke their entire user base when they ship a new feature. They can instead limit the blast radius. And so it's, a, it's an important cultural element here to bring a platform like Spinnaker into the company to give really the executives and management the kind of license and the trust to start to innovate faster and to move faster in ways that allow them to feel safe but then become more, much more sophisticated about the way that they manage risk. So there's a whole cultural aspect to Spinnaker that is very necessary to give companies these tools that they need to actually undergo this digital transformation. There's a cultural aspect to everything with DevOps even, but yeah. let me, let me uh, hey Carl, we haven't, we, we've been negligent here. Let, let's bring you into the conversation. So, so Carl, it's a, it's a unique kind of opportunity. It's almost a double-edged sword though, in that, you know, you get to you're 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 in charge of marketing what in essence is is this fantastic platform, Spinnaker. And then on top of that, what Armory, you know, is doing to enhance and and make it better for, for large corporate for large organizations to adopt Spinnaker. You know, it's a great opportunity, but it's it's a little scary and it's, it's and it's that big. As you know, newly appointed or here a few months now, VP of marketing. What do you what do you what do you see as the challenge here in going to market? Sounds like you've been living in my office, Alan. Uh, the way you just uh, <laughs> laid that out. Um, but um, you know, it it yes, it's a big challenge. The way we look at it, though, I think is fairly straightforward. Um, we're devoting our resources to making Spinnaker a success. Uh, as the Spinnaker community grows, as more people are aware and are using and are having success with Spinnaker, you know, they, the right number will come to Armory for, for help when they need it. 
And uh, so as the marketer at Armory, my focus is uh, majority of my effort is how do we make Spinnaker a success? How do we grow awareness and use uh, of Spinnaker so that more organizations are experiencing the benefit? Uh, we know that, uh, that we'll get our fair share. So marketing Armory is important, but uh, top of mind for all of us here is making sure Spinnaker is, is a big success. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. And and we would be negligent if we didn't mention this in that regard that uh, I guess it was now about six months ago, maybe eight months ago, both Netflix and Google joined uh, what's called the CDF, Armory as well, joined the CDF, the CD Foundation, which is a sister organization to Cloud Native uh, Computing Foundation, all under the auspices of the Linux Foundation. And you know, we talk about a community and we talk about, you know, making Spinnaker successful, you know, that, that has to, I guess, play into it. How big a role do you see the CDF playing into this, guys? Carl, I'll be happy to let you uh, start there and then I can add some color if you'd like. Sure, happy to. Well, we are a proud member of the CDF um, along with the other organizations you mentioned, and there are several projects in there, including Jenkins and Jenkins X and Tecton and Spinnaker. And um, the CDF is, is forming up nicely, and we, um, you know, we're contributing to uh, that, that foundation and helping it um, take off, and it is going to be a great way to help build the community around all of these projects, Alan. Um, one of the things that's going to be a great addition to the community is we have a new uh, developer, evangelist, open source leader joining Armory, D. Kumar. D. was actually doing this job for the CNCF and for Kubernetes, so super experienced about how to grow a successful open source community and market effectively, and she did that at the CNCF and is coming over uh, to Very join cool. Armory on Monday to help us uh, and help the CDF uh, re repeat the success of, of Kubernetes with Spinnaker. So that's like super that's exciting. Great. That's big, that's big. Jordio, you wanna add, you said you wanted to add a little color? So, you know, I, I spend my day talking to uh, Fortune 500 CIOs, CTOs, and what, I, what, what, I, what I'm really seeing is that DevOps is something that I think executive suites at large companies have considered to be tactical, and it, it really hasn't been, it hasn't risen up to the level where a CIO or CTO or even a VPN just is so focused on it. That's really changing as as companies realize that they must become software first to compete. Uh, DevOps is becoming much more strategic, and and I believe that CIOs are going to have to own it personally and be very involved in the cultural change that's required to, to transform their companies into ones that become very good at getting through the SDLC in, in minutes instead of months. And that's really why we created Armory. The, the reason Armory exists is to align very closely with the needs of Global 2000 enterprises that are committed to that transformation and that, uh, that, that, that want to invest in, in sophisticated modern platforms like Spinnaker to enable that. We, we see Spinnaker as uh, powering the core of our platform as we build it. Spinnaker really solves for the delivery challenges that companies have. There's a lot more to the SDLC than just delivery. And so um, we are really making a big bet on Spinnaker while having an eye towards the needs of the CIO and solving for 
um, all those other blockages in the SDLC that a company has that, that slow them down. So Spinnaker is just this uh, incredible platform that we're putting at the core of, of our strategy and our platform as Armory grows and matures. And the first thing, like Carl said, is to cement its status as the, the de facto standard for cloud-native software delivery. And then also having all the major cloud vendors contribute and be involved has been a, a huge step uh, for that as well. So I think it's becoming very obvious that if, uh, if a company is really serious about moving workloads into the cloud, Spinnaker is, is the way to do that at scale. Excellent. Absolutely. Guys, um, we're, we're running low. We're, we're way over time at this point. I, I did want to just mention or bring out a few other things if you, if, and Carl or, or Drodio can answer this. In terms of references, we're talking Fortune 500, we're talking Global 2000. Can you give us some examples of organizations that are using Spinnaker? And if they're using Armory as well, great. But, you know, just to kind of bring home that message of the kind of, you know, the kind of organizations that are relying on Spinnaker. Sure. So on the Spinnaker.io uh website, which is the the project site, uh, there are a number of companies that are publicly listed that are using Spinnaker, companies like Cisco and Target and Under Armour and Samsung and others. Um, there are actually uh, several hundred enterprises using Spinnaker uh, that, that are not publicly using it, but are, are making big bets on Spinnaker. And there are also many enterprises that are using Armory specifically. And so those include some of the world's largest technology companies, some of the world's largest banks, some of the the world's largest healthcare companies. Um, so we, we are, you know, very dedicated to uh, ensuring uh, their success with Spinnaker. We believe that Armory is the, the best way for a company to be successful with Spinnaker. Um, but more broadly, we're also really working hard uh, as deep contributors to the open source project to make Spinnaker very consumable, easy to onboard, easy to, to run, you know, self-run POCs and get uh, a very quick time to, to value. So there's a lot of Focus, like Carl said, with the Series B in really making Spinnaker uh, easy to try and easy to be successful with as an open source project, and then making it very enterprise grade and bulletproof uh, for enterprises that are putting it at the core of their hybrid and multi cloud strategies. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, I know. Again, we're just one more thing, and then I'm going to call it a, a wrap. There, there is as as part of Cloud Native Con and KubeCon, there's a Spinnaker. And CDF, well, there's both a CDF and I thought a Spinnaker con coming up in San Diego. Uh, yeah, Carl, why don't you talk? Why don't you talk a bit about that? Because I think there's a few opportunities uh, for people to to get involved. Absolutely. So, uh, Alan, I think you're referring to the Spinnaker Summit, which is coming up. Um, it's going to be co-located with KubeCon in San Diego. It's taking place on, uh, let's see if I get the dates right, November 16th and 17th, so over that weekend, and then KubeCon starts on the Monday, Tuesday following. So it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a huge cloud native fest in, uh, in San Diego. Uh, we were just reviewing the, the CFP, the, the proposals that came in uh, today. There were oh, 80 or 90 sessions submitted um, from amazing companies um, to speak at the summit. And we're just going through right now and picking the best ones to actually put on the agenda. It's gonna be a great event. Um, and it's information is available from the spinnaker.io website. You can get there and learn all about the Spinnaker Summit. Thanks for the plug. 
Absolutely. And, and you know what, when it, when it's live, we'll, we'll try to get some announcement when the uh, CFP is live, we'll get an announcement out. And no Hey, problem. Alan, you know, yeah. we, we haven't talked about this yet, Carl, we haven't talked about this yet, but, uh, why don't, why don't we just go ahead and, uh, and, and offer something up here because we do have a, a culture of defaulting to action. Uh, why don't we create a discount code for anybody who's listening to this podcast and would like to attend the Spinnaker summit, um, and uh, maybe we can make it DevOps.com or something like that. And uh, Armory will provide a, a bit of a discount for anybody who would like to to attend uh, to help 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 anybody who's listening convince their manager that it's uh, something worth going to. So I don't know how much of a discount we can provide, but uh, I'm happy to commit to doing something. Hey, that's right. Thank you very much, Jody. And you, you know what? For listeners, take advantage of it. Guys, what I'll try to do is, Carl, if you can get me the details and the code, I'll include that in the show notes for the podcast. And anyone listening to this can, can go check it out there, as well as it'll be on in the DevOps.com article for it as well. Perfect. Got Drodio's and, credit card number coming over to you. That's right. And, <laughs> exactly. and then also, for anybody who would like to uh, to – to learn more about Spinnaker, there is a, a, a Slack workspace, and I would highly recommend that anybody check that out. Uh, you can get to it on the, uh, on, the, on, on the Spinnaker website, but you can also just go to uh, join.spinnaker.io and enter your email address, and, uh, and then you'll be, be in that community. There's over 7,000 people in there, and it's a very active community. We are very active in there, as is Netflix and Google and many others. And if you, you know, it's, it's a very friendly community, so if anybody would really like to, to ask questions, don't be afraid to ask any newbie questions in there. We'll be happy to answer them. Fantastic. Guys, I got to tell you, this was the longest 15-minute interview I've ever done. <laughs> Uh, and yet the shortest at the same time feels like yeah, it was, it, I told you it goes quick, but uh, I apologize. But you know, what? I think it was well worthwhile. First of all, guys, congratulations on the series B. You know what? In, in today's world, it seems every day some companies announcing funding, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there in Drodeo, you know, this right. Who, who never get to raise money. They try and yeah. try and try and they just, they just can't get it done. And, and the fact that you guys are doing it is a testament to both Spinnaker and Armory's plan, as well as what you're doing. So, so congratulations. And, and to you guys individually, so congratulations and uh, success. And, and then secondly, and we're excited to see Spinnaker take its place in the CD universe here. Yeah, so, likewise. Thank you for the support, Alan, as well. My pleasure. Hey, Thank all you. right. Drodio and Carl Landers from Armory uh, announcing their Series B. And it's all about Spinnaker and Armory here today. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. You just listened to another DevOps track. <laughs>